Welcome to the Holden Village Podcast. Holden is a community of education, programming, and worship located in the remote wilderness of the Cascade Mountains. These snapshots provide a glimpse into the learnings taking place in our community. Let's tune in to this week's highlight. I'm Anne-Marie Russell. I am a high school English teacher, former college professor, writing instructor, singer-songwriter. I would say that my vocation is helping people find and tell their stories. And I'm Eric Samuelson. I'm a Lutheran pastor and coach and teacher of spiritual practices. I've been coming to Holden since I was a kid. For a season, it was mostly in the winter, and so we're kind of back to being summer Holden people again. In fact, my second time on teaching staff, I taught with Anne-Marie previously, and, and we taught together at Trinity Lutheran College in Everett, Washington, where a lot of these practices that we have taught these last two summers have come from. We are teaching and practicing a Quaker discernment practice called the Clearness Committee, and it is a practice that is rooted in the Quaker tradition that we used with our students at Trinity Lutheran College. Coming out of the work of Parker Palmer, who's a Quaker and Christian writer and a really deep thinker and kind of an expert in, in the field of clearness. The process is rooted in silence and reflection and the spirit sort of moving among people, and so we broke down kind of the proto-practices of the larger practice, silence, listening, waiting for questions to bubble up, shared some experiences about Quaker Clearness Committee that we had done together this winter for my husband and I, and just kind of gave everybody a, a foundation. And then our session two and three, we're actually practicing the Clearness Committee together. And one of the things I think is, is interesting and why we started this way is that the things you need in order to, to do this kind of discernment well are not, they're kind of countercultural, they're not part of our normal everyday. So silence, really deeply listening to someone else's story, cultivating space for the Spirit to emerge, and listening and recognizing when the Spirit's speaking to you and the Spirit's speaking to somebody else. That's what we really sort of grounded and started with. And we learned, in addition to Parker Palmer's work, we were, uh, were trained, we wrote a grant at Trinity and were trained by Callie Keith Perry, uh, who's a, a traveling minister in the Quaker tradition. And one of the things I always remember from that training was he said, you know, these are this is just the way Quakers worship, the way we live our lives. So they have embodied these practices of silence, this practice of listening. And so it, it's really interesting. We sort of have to prime the pump for us and for, and for people that aren't from that tradition to even kind of get into that space where this discernment can happen. I think that Poland is a really cool place to sort of try out these practices. People who have come to the sessions seem really willing to kind of engage and be all in and just something about the nature of Holden being separate and apart to kind of creates that space naturally. Yeah, and it's a place of listening too and a place where people are I think open to the spirit, so it's kind of a good place to learn how to do this. The the fruit a lot of times I think comes in daily life. We found that at the college, like we we teach our students, this, we we train faculty, we did various sort of workshops on this clearness practice, but it came out in interesting ways just in our daily life. It really became like a culture shift thing. So people were listening better to each other. They were willing to say, "What is God up to here?" and "What what might this person's question be God's voice for me?" and maybe I can consider. 
consider that and just cracks open some, some new and interesting things. We did something interesting in the first session that we haven't done before, um, which was practicing silence. And the first time we just had people sit for six minutes in silence and without a lot of explanation and then debriefed. How was that? Was it comfortable? Was it uncomfortable? What, what happened there? And then we, we did a little bit more and we had them share with a, with a neighbor something that they're carrying, a burden or a question or something. And then we sat in six minutes again, but asked them to hold the space for the other person's challenge or question. And it was really, they had some interesting differences between those two types of silence. One that was a little harder and more awkward, but there's something different about holding intentionally that space for the other. I think that the, you know, the purpose of that process in the clearance committee is to sort of sit with something without having to like fix it or find an answer to it. And then the hope is that some kind of questions bubble up inside of a person as they're holding that space that then they can ask the focus person, the person who's who's come and told their story. Because it's not about, so clearness isn't about like telling someone what to do. It's not even about helping them figure it out. It's about opening up this space so that they can do the work they need to do themselves. And I think practicing trusting your own voice and to, mm-hmm. and to part of it, we say listening to the inner teacher or listening to the voice of the spirit or listening to the indwelling trinity, that God's speaking within us. Uh, we're just not always tuned into that. We're not always listening to it. And so it's you know, kind of a, a practice of just what, what, is, what does that feel like? What does that look like? How do we do that and, and learn to trust that uh, for this particular issue? But really, it's a life practice of like, maybe we can listen to God in our daily life. Like, could that be a thing that guides us? And how can the community come around and support us? I think so, so, so often we do that individually. And we're just like on our own with a problem or a couple or a family. But there's something really powerful when the community comes around you, not to fix it, but just to hold space with you and help you listen to yourself and to God. Well, and that's an interesting segue to the theme of unity of love, because I think, I mean, there is a unity of like heart and mind and spirit that happens. And when you come around someone to help them in the clearness process, you're doing it out of deep love for them and a desire for them to find clearness and find the right answer for themselves. And so I think there's a lot of unity in that silence because everyone's holding the same issue or the same question, bringing it forth. Yeah, and it, and it, it really creates community in an interesting way. And, and one of the things I learned working with students and have since seen more is that, you know, so often we hide our pain and we hide our hard stories and we hide our struggles, but that's actually where we connect a lot of the time. And so when we're willing to bear those wounds in a space that is full of love and surrounded like that, the unity can come. So it's like sharing our woundedness in a space where where love is. That's really what brings it all together. And I think we experience that in the, in the, in the sessions where people are, something was different about the group afterwards and about the relationships that emerged out of that space. And some things, I mean, Holden is a unique place because typically in a clearance committee, the person who was bringing the question would gather the, the people. They would handpick the people. So here we are at Holden where that wasn't happening and yet the desire to kind of enter into that from the people that came to the session was really powerful and really safe and really beautiful. And we decided to try it. We had a huge group. Usually this is like six to 12 people. We had what, 30 people? 29. 29 people in the circle, which felt like a lot of part of this is learning to trust the spirit and just saying, you know, Holden is a place that holds this kind of space. And so we think it'll work and sure enough it did. Sleeping so well these days. Wake up in the morning, lad, with my head in a daze. I suppose I really shouldn't be 
Thanks for joining us. 
Be sure to view the links in the description for more information or visit our website to find out more about the village. We hope you will make a pilgrimage to Holden. Blessings and peace to you.